Welcome to your sanity safe space, the call-in show where you decide the topic. From Hillary to Harambe, there are no limits. You can be nice. Really great talking to you. Cool dude, great dude. Appreciate awesome. It, you can be mean. Shit. Shit. <laughs> or you can blow it all up. <laughs> Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It's the call-in show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy. It's going to be a great night of um, possibly, as far as I can tell, the last call-in show ever because Friday is the scheduled apocalypse. And so I'm not planning to do any additional shows, including the normal Sunday podcast. This is it. So get your calls in tonight. <laughs> no more world after this, uh, at least according to many news reports I've seen. So uh, how was your Wednesday, Blonde? Eh. Eh. How about you? Uh, it was pretty good. I, I don't know. I didn't do anything. I, th- I th- feel like I'm getting sick again. Oh, no. I, I thought I was over it. And then I woke up this morning with another... Like, like the same infection, but deeper. Good news is it hasn't compromised this sweet voice, you know? <laughs> not again. Uh, not this time. I can't lose it. It's my livelihood. <laughs> my pathetic, uh, very small, not at all livelihood. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, most of you are familiar with the call-in show by now. Got a pretty loyal listenership. Appreciate that very much. Uh, but for people who are new to the show, there's a link in the description. You use that. You connect to a Discord server. Uh, when you're in there, put your name in the roll call. That's how we know who was there first. And we go on a first come, first serve basis. Uh, however, patrons are always prioritized. If you are a patron, you want to call in, skip the line, just message us beforehand. Also, some people can't do the show live. They want to contribute. We take uh, voicemails, quote unquote voicemails. You can upload something unlisted to YouTube, short message, a short question. We'll play it on the show. We'll respond to it. We got one voicemail in response to a call from last week that we will play at the end of the show. And that's it. That's all I got. So let's get straight to the callers. First up, spot on. Everyone, there's always these people waiting. The rule is 10 minutes before we go live. That's when I start the roll call. And there's always this big burst right at 10 minutes before people watch that timestamp. It's amazing. What are you doing with your lives? You should be doing something more productive. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, you, with no, their I'm lives. Not, no, I'm saying they're so on it. It's like, I appreciate it. I just... Yeah. Don't shame tape. our listeners. This what duct are you tape doing? operation. <laughs> uh, this is the extra duct tape operation. Yeah, this is the duct tape operation within the duct tape operation. <laughs> uh, so it is. Um, first up is Renegade Omega, also known as Mitch. Hello. What's up? Hey there. Uh, not much. It's afternoon. Uh, my question. <laughs> afternoon where? Australia. It's Australia again. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm the pineapple on the pizza guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, we're friends oh, yeah. then, yeah, because oh, yeah. that's good. Yes, it is great. Your, your Australian accent sounds kind of like more posh or refined. Uh, I grew up in Hong Kong, so yeah, ah, so that's okay. probably it. It's so it's more British. cultured by the British. You could yeah. say that. And, yeah. and having grown up in Hong Kong, I hate mainland Chinese, so. Oh. That's the gen- general theme of well, people in Hong Kong. You know, it is a theme of this show for people to come on and confess their hatred for things. So, <laughs> it is, it is. I, I don't know how that happened, but here we are. Uh, Call us and uh, confess the things you hate. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're, they're very much just rude and no, they're <laughs> just classist and all this sort of things that no one likes. Yeah. 
Yeah. Anyway, my question is uh, to do with your uh, Affordable Care Act and the the abomination that that's become. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, basically, because you, uh, you're one of the few countries that's only just implemented it, and it's actually gone quite badly. Do you think that's mainly because you guys don't really have like a competitive thing, such as in the UK, there's only one company that provides all hip replacements for the country. So, like, emphasizing competitive you want this one blonder? Well, I think that he's asking why it was a dismal failure. I mean, the direction I would go in with that answer is that it was a bureaucratic failure. Like, they had a real problem with... I mean, there's definitely a problem with Obamacare and the nature of Obamacare. Socialism in any form is not going to work in the United States. Um, but the rollout is really what gave this kind of the reputation for being a fucking disaster. And I think that that was just kind of a, a bureaucratic fail. Like, they had all those problems with the website... Um, nobody was able to keep their doctors. They had huge logistical problems across the board. Skag? I, uh, I am by no means a policy expert on this stuff. So I'm just, I pretend one on a crap, I pretend to be one on a crappy show on YouTube. That's, what <laughs> um, but what I've come to realize in watching this, and I was someone who probably was more on the, the socialistic end of the healthcare opinion prior to this. Um, leading up to it and through its passage. But what I've come to realize after the way this has worked out or come to observe is that basically any time you have the government shoveling money into the private sector, it doesn't work out for the consumer. Right. right. So I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I have the answer. I do know com if you're going to go the private way, as, as we plan to do here, we got to have more competitive forces. So we're going to have to open up state lines. We're going to have to have more. There's tons right. of states where there's only one provider, no competition at all. That's not going to work. Or, I mean, I'm not going to add, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I'm um, knowledgeable not enough to advocate for either. But I think you go either full-blown socialist here, you just have single pair. <laughs> Or you got to improve the competitive forces in the private market. I don't think this like halfway nonsensical shovel money into the, the private insurer market method that we've taken is going to work. So I don't know. I, I wish I had more expertise on it, but that's, yeah. that's kind of my take. I think I'm guessing given the Republican Congress, we're going to go the more uh, open up the, the competitive boundaries route as opposed to just the, the Bernie Sanders route. Let's put it that way. Mm -hmm. Because it's only very like small countries that I've heard like the um the dual private and public system working like Hong Kong uh, mainly the government would fund the public sector whereas the private sector was all funded by like wealthier people because they didn't want to have the waiting time because it's very mm. economically developed. What's Australia's system like? Uh, we have a government-run Medicare system, so. Okay. But I believe you can, there is, there is, when, when you say that, do you mean for old people only or for everyone? For everyone. I have one and okay. I just got here and I'm 18 okay. and there's also private systems that give like faster coverage and all that sort of thing. But that like just, they're the same hospital, but you get like preferential treatment if you've like paid like a extra insurance or something like that. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like triage and kind of just who's paying more to get the treatment. What's your opinion of the system? And do you think, if you have any positive opinions, do you think there's anything the U.S. system could borrow? Uh, it's the, uh, like, uh, everything's more, like, everything's part of a public hospital, so it's not privatized as much as it is, but it's still got the, uh, like, kind of non, like, uh, the private health insurance aspect to it. Mm -hmm. So 
you, you, everyone can have their basic healthcare system, but if you can afford to pay more, you pay more for better treatment and such, such like that. Which I, I don't think the the American system looks like it's doing too well because it's very much, uh, it's not well divided. So it's pretty much everyone's got to have either the basic or, and it's going to hike up the prices of private so much or. Yeah, I mean it, that is the trade-off. That's what's bizarre about our system is we have no shortage of excellent quality care necessarily. Mm-hmm. We just have insane. We have no control on costs. Mm. We've we, we've not figured that out. So I don't know. I mean, if I had the answer to these questions, um, maybe I could work my way <laughs> into the cabinet. But here I am. This will have to suffice. Has it affected you at all? Like either of you two at all? The uh, cha- like the Affordable Care Act. Yeah. Um, yeah, I actually, don't have health insurance. Yeah. Are you uninsured right now? Mm-hmm. So are you going to pay the the tax? Are you going to pay the fine? Uh, no, fuck them. I'm not paying shit. Well, <clears> then <throat> what do you, you have to. That's your choice. Buy insurance I'm, I'm or pay the fine. I'm not. I'm just not going to do it though. I'm just not going to do okay, it. Okay, you heard it here. You heard it here first. <laughs> Uh, if you, uh, future, IRS auditors or whoever's blog. in charge of looking into this, you heard it there. I had to it buy It used insurance. to only be $95, but now I heard it, the fine's much higher. Oh yeah. Future I think it, 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 it increases, um, year to year, I believe under the affordable care act. Um, she, I had to buy insurance after quitting my job in July. I used to have great insurance. That was one of the bummers of, um, mm-hmm, me too. Job, but yeah, eh, you know, it is what it is. You take risks and you're a young person. Um, but yeah, I had to buy. I had to buy insurance um, through, uh, well, here in Montana. And uh, truthfully, well, I bought the crappiest like coverage possible. You know, the most high deductible coverage possible. Right. It's not that expensive month to month, but you know, what's if it I have, running you month to month? I'm I'm not going to share that, but it's it's reasonably affordable. It's uh, more however, expensive though than how than... if I were to get in a bad health situation, it gets less affordable. But yeah. you know, just to have bare minimum coverage, it's it's okay. Um, but I certainly would not be comfortable with this coverage if I was raising a family. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. That's where, that's the only reason that we can do this is because we don't have kids. Um, you know, as soon as that starts happening, we're going to have an entirely different situation on our hands, but it's fine because we're Uh, relatively young and healthy. So are you hinting at something? (laughs) Well, I mean, I have to get health insurance in this next year just in case I get pregnant. I can't, I can't be uninsured and that would be a disaster. So, you know, I was like, all right, Trump's going to get in office and then I'm going to get this health insurance situation under control, (laughs) (laughs) but I I don't feel great about it. I'm like really careful all the time. I'm not in a car a lot. All right. We'll uh, we'll yeah. let you go, Renegade, but we appreciate yeah. the call. Yeah, sure. Have, a, have a, a good one. Have a great afternoon. Yes. As oh, strange yeah. as that is to say. <laughs> Time warp. Bye. Right, have, have a good one. Uh, okay. Let me see who's next here. Lost my place in the roll call chat because there's so much chatting going on. Oh, I forgot. Steven. I owe Steve. I got to bring Steven in too. Steven's got a question for Blonde. Oh, really? Yep. Hey, Stephen. You're up, Stephen, if you're good to go. I am. Blonde, I had a quick question for you. Who is that, the identity of that lady from Cape Town? Or there's two of them that I saw. Oh, I don't know. It was the, um, so for, for our listeners, uh, Stephen asked us to give a list of of our favorite social justice warriors. And so my number two or really high up there was this um lady speaking at in in cape town cape i want to say cape town university is that right um i I actually don't know the one she was talking about 
about uh, like science being a white man's thing and how we need to to unroll all of that because it's a Western thing. And then she was talking about like some witch doctor in some African village that can strike people down with lightning. And some white guy gets up and says, that's not true. And then the entire panel of people shut him down. You've, I, I guarantee you've seen that footage. It was really big this year. It sounds it's familiar. I can't to, recall. It's and then she gets the on her iPhone. <laughs> the hashtag is science must fall. Yeah, yeah. The hashtag was okay. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I don't know her name though. Um, but I found that clip like particularly offensive. If anyone on the live chat knows, um, let me know if they know what that chick's name is. Decolonize science. Science must fail. Yeah, that seems to be all that everybody knows about it. Decolonize science. If you Google that, you should probably be able to find it. Sorry, that's all the information oh. I have. I I I might have found who that one lady is with the with the dreads that fade into white, but that other one, I've only seen one other picture of her marching in a protest and somebody pointed at her and said sarcastically, look, it's our science genius. <laughs> that's the one. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll do what I can. I don't know if Matt shared the tears photo with you yet. No, I didn't. I didn't know if you were finished or not, but I did see it. So I, uh, if I don't have the clearance to share, I, I assume it's um artist confidentiality, you know? <laughs> um, should I email it to you blonde or should Matt send it to you or how about I just email you the high res okay that's perfect yeah I just send it to blonde in the belly beast it was um it was it's this seductive picture of you in like a hot tub or a pool uh and there's it, it's a pool full of SJW tears <laughs> yes yes yeah. <laughs> I look forward to it thank you well we love your art oh, thanks originally you were sh only shoulders up shoulders deep in it but i decided to yeah you'll see it <laughs> spice okay. it up a bit spice it up a little it's, in it's there. safe to share on youtube so okay you know, it's not it's not that crazy <laughs> all right steven well have a great night thanks Appreciate for calling it. steven thank you bye little piggy let me in says j fry you want to bring in j fry has oh, he yeah. been good enough lately yeah we love j fry okay Jay Fry, you want to hang out? And then we got Steph Keith, who apparently has a bone to sure. pick with me. What's up, dude? Do you got nothing to say, Jay Fry? I thought that's why I brought you in here. <laughs> Jay Fry. So, no, he's just out. I had there. to turn off my my uh, YouTube. Ah, okay. Where's uh? I'm looking for Steph Keith, who had a bone to pick with me, but I do not see him in the waiting rooms. But I already know what his bone is to pick with me. He thinks I promised to stream on inauguration night, and I made no such promise. Yeah, we he's... can't do that anyway, because I'm going to Milo. Right. You definitely avoided the idea of streaming on uh, inauguration night. like. Who I did Matt. or Matt did? I don't even remember this conversation. I Matt said did. I don't. Yeah. He's I like, said fuck I don't... no. What well, to I don't myself? Know. Well, Matt, like, yeah, Matt likes to enjoy these things and, like, get the full experience for himself. He doesn't want to share all those feelings of victory. Well, I just feel like I can't watch it attentively. You know, I want to watch some of these things attentively. However, it's full, if it's a full-blown apocalypse, maybe it's the last time to stream ever. So That's true. Anyway, I, I, if Steph Keith comes back, he can come in. Keep an eye out um, if you can in the waiting room for me. But I don't see him. So we'll move on to Unstoppable. Is this because you couldn't fully enjoy Crowder getting waterboarded? <laughs> no, well, well, yeah, we did. A little bit. I mean, I didn't think it was going to overlap, but he burned through those Mug Club subscriptions so fast that they did overlap. I thought it was going to be out of here before he got waterboarded. But, we underestimated. 
We underestimated Crowder. What's up, Unstoppable? And they never saw him again. Oh, <laughs> hello, everyone. Sorry, I was just talking to my friend about a horrible murder. How are you all? <laughs> so it is. So this is rocket science, dude, because I confuse. Oh, stop it. I confuse you with um, another username collectively unconscious. Ah. So I confuse unconscious with unstoppable. Stop. Do you like so. my new rig? Do you hear the difference? Uh, I can't remember. I can't. Are you saying you got a new mic or what? Uh, no, I got a new boom arm. I have a Rode PSA one and I got a, ah, I, got a, I, I think that's yeah, the I, I got, same arm I have. I don't remember, but it's a Rode. Uh, yours is probably an early model of that because I see that your attachment system for the final joint uh, where your mic connects is uh, matte black. Mine is a uh, Yeah, but silver. I spray painted it. Yeah. Oh, I see. I did it because about. people bitched about um, how my, how reflective that silver, that chrome was with the oh, lights really? on on the show. Yeah. Good so thing. I, good thing. I don't have to deal with that because I'm a, I'm a 3D guy. If I have to deal with this, I just have to put markers on my face or use a markerless tracking system and just yeah. 3D model texture rig and animate a tracking system so I can just do that. Much easier. <laughs> that was a joke. It, it's a lot of work. Anyway. <laughs> But it's it must be I an insider rocket scientist joke. Oh, no, 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 no. That was 3D, 3D artistry work. Stuff. Oh, right. Yeah. Which the easy solution is just, you know, buy face rig and then make my own my own stuff and then attach it to face. Anyway, never mind. Uh, the main stuff that I wanted to talk about today was actually an insight on all the, the, the technological stuff that's planned for 2017 and that's going to be advancing in 2017 to, to hopefully give a light to all those that want some interesting and fun things to look forward to. Predominantly, the most exciting thing uh, is there is a final, I, I've been waiting for this for years, the replacement for the Concorde as a supersonic jet is hopefully coming this year. A Mach 2.3 by a company literally known as Boom, B-O-O-M, okay. <laughs> is, is going to be arriving and it's going to be doing a 45-passenger, $6,000, no, $5,000, if I remember correctly, flight from London to New York in three and a half hours. And nice. a Tokyo, yeah, and a Tokyo to San Francisco flight in, I believe, also this is roughly the same time for a little more cash. This is awesome. Considering the Concorde was twelve hundred bucks, it tells me or twelve thousand dollars. It tells me that they finally figured out how to make it economically viable, and it means that they're going to hopefully no longer they're they're, they're not going to shut the sucker down. We're going to finally have faster than the, the speed of sound travel, and eventually it'll trickle down to everyone else as, as technology always does. And you will, uh, unless suborbital flights or space uh, space orbital flights come around before this stuff gets cheap enough, you will be able to go anywhere around the world for two, three, four, five times faster than you can now. Imagine here to China in four to five hours. Hmm. And in the realm of science, we have for the very first time since the creepy 1960s, another mad scientist who has decided that it is his duty to do the very first successful head transplant of a human being. He found <laughs> in the in the depths of Russia, a crippled man, a man with no body, who simply is in wheelchair bound with a spine so jacked up you would swear God himself smited it. And he found in China 130 surgeons prepared from fresh from stealing the organs of living human beings, ready to finally operate on this man and in 2017 we will see if they commit an act of god or an act of the devil as they attempt to attach a body to this man 
<laughs> then, yes. What do you oh, read? Do. Where do you get this stuff? Do I read, like, have science's craziest discoveries. No, weekly no, no, or no. What? It's a full network that I've developed myself of information stretching from political stuff to the theological to scientific to engineering. And sometimes I get woken up in the middle of night. Are you like eighteen? I am seventeen. Go do drugs or something. <laughs> That's the no. worst advice. No, no, no. Keep reading about science and being a good kid. Don't listen to as, degenerate as as, Matt. As far as drugs are concerned, <laughs> um, I already have a problem where I will have every once in a, uh, a, a several days, uh, several days, several weeks, I will suddenly get high. I don't know why. There's no drugs involved, but I will suddenly like start laughing. I'll end up going to my father's room and, and, and like, like, scaring him with like my random incessant laughing and just like barreling <laughs> over and i'll wake up the next morning and he was like are you okay and i can't remember the event so <laughs> okay. it's I, because we've been me... coming into your house and dosing you with acid that's why oh jesus i hope not um, every day though though i do uh, partake in the in the drug of coke sometimes uh coke cocaine coca-cola, or coca-cola. right I, well, i'm yeah. a big i'm a big coca-cola my, guy specifically coke my drug Zero. I use the classic. I, I use Coke Classic imported from Mexico with real sugar. Oh, that's expensive oh, yeah. stuff. But, you can but, get away but, with that as a young man. Once you know, once you get like twenty five, it's going to start going to your gut, and you're going to have to make a choice. Well, and I chose cancer. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the, from from the point of the matter is that there is a whole slew of things to look forward to, regardless of whether you like Trump or not. Though at this point, I'm getting a little worried on him. It's, it's good. It's on net going to be a fairly decent and fun year. Regardless. I'm really excited for this year. Oh yeah. For personal and just like global or country reasons. Yeah. So those speaking of, uh, the speaking of, of, uh, 26, 17 deaths, uh, the last man to walk on the moon died just a few days ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Last person. And all of a sudden, funny enough, this is when all the space news suddenly started coming out of the woodworks. It's almost like the scientific community just realized, oh, this is horrible. Now we can officially say that no one alive today has walked on the moon. Hmm. And everyone just collectively, I think, unconsciously lost it. And all was of a sudden... It, who was it that died? Was it Aldrin that died recently or something happened no, to Aldrin? I think it was Aldrin. Uh, Isn't he still uh, alive then? Or is he dead? No, no, I think, I, I think the last guy who walked on the moon is dead. You, not the last, but, but not everyone who's, on the moon. yeah. No, the last man to walk on the moon was Gene Kernan, and he just died. But Aldrin's yeah, but still alive. Last... Yeah, Aldrin, oh yeah, Aldrin had a health episode in Antarctica. That's what it was. Dead at eighty-two. That's a good run. Eh, I guess. I'm I guess thirty-six. All right. Eh, okay. That's an, that's I enough think, weird science talk. I've have had my you. fill. <laughs> All right. Thanks for calling. Well, we look forward to it, man. Uh, to your you. next call, I should say. Goodbye and la da We'll catch you then. Have a great night. All right. I messed up on the roll call. I apologize for that. I somehow ended up too far down. So um, let's see. So Steph Keith, keep an eye out for him. But the beggar hero should have been called in. And uh, I missed that. So... The Beggar Heroes up next. Then we got uh, our other young expert on every topic, Deplorable Macoptera. Oh, Bug Guy. All right. Oh, you know what? And he's right out. Chase is right after Bug Guy. All right. I like this yeah. lineup. Beggar Hero? Oh, yeah. I'm here. What's up? What's on your mind? Um, 
I guess I sort of want to have a question about sort of antidotes because just, I don't know, it's just been a really long time and I don't really know how to deal with antidotes because my sister constantly uses them for hate crime. What do you mean? What do you mean when you say antidotes? You know, like, uh, like I know someone who personally been in a hate crime or something, yada, 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 with a conversation like that. Oh, anecdotes. Anecdotes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So your, your question is, can you, can you phrase your question again? I guess how, how would you respond to someone using that sort of antidote just to try, try move the conversation along? Oh, you're saying like, it's the tall Chinese man theory. Like, well, I know a tall Chinese guy. So that means that not all Chinese people are short. That's what Stefan Molyneux calls it. Like just pulling from your own personal experience to apply to a much larger, a larger um, subject. Yeah, it was sort of be like that because at least how the conversation went, she knew someone who was supposedly, I think, was was called out during like when Trump was elected and like you go back to your own country sort of thing. Well, in that case, you should get that person in touch with The New York Times, CBS, oh, yeah. NBC, oh, yeah. CNN, because that's breaking news. If you have verified Trump inspired hate crime, as far as I'm concerned, that's front page news tomorrow morning on like 10 different mainstream media outlets. If you can prove yeah. that you it prove happened. That- Especially yeah. if there's a hijab involved. Yeah. That's how I know it didn't happen because these things never flesh out ever. Well, well, well when, when she mentioned that, I'm just like, okay, I don't see any evidence for it. So, Well, what was I... her anecdote? What, what, what did she say happened? Um, supposedly, like, one of her friends was walking down the road and it was like the day of Trump being elected. And just out of the blue, somehow some guy mentions go back to your own country. Well, what race was she? I have no idea. She just mentioned it as one of her friends who was a diplomat something. That sounds like bullshit to me. She Hmm. said no, and then everybody clapped. (laughs) Uh, Well, I didn't clap at it because I was just like, that doesn't give me a lot to go on. And then I mentioned how... There were a lot more hate crimes being I I was I was sort of referring to everything I've been reading that all the hate crimes have all just been coming out untrue or false. So she wanted to pull that antidote off on me. Hmm. Well, when people do like that or when people do like that, when people do that to me, um, I try to bring the subject back to the larger data set. Um, and so even though it's kind of hard to carry a lot of statistics in your mind, I try to like have a few under my belt because people will do the same thing to me consistently. So people do this a lot with black crime. They're like, well, you know, I, I know an entire black family and they're like the most upstanding people. And it's like, well, look at the breadth of this data. Look at the larger data here. And then it kind of nullifies their own personal experience um, to some degree. They have to be like, okay, this is not, my personal experience does not apply to the broader whole here. Yeah, okay, I think I, I think I got the gist of what it is. Demand evidence. I mean, if there's yeah, evidence yeah. to substantiate, I'll listen to any story. Look, I want Bigfoot to be real. I want Bigfoot to be real so badly. I want it to be the case. And, and I feel like that's a lot of the, the I, I constantly compare my desire for Big, Bigfoot to be real to these people's <laughs> desire for like their oppression to be real. Because right, it's kind of the right. same thing. Like, oh, there's a Bigfoot in the woods. I think that's. Yeah, the, yeah. That happens to all of us, I think. Uh, yeah, I, I want that, but that's not the case. You know, if someone came to me and said, I have like a, a Bigfoot body, it would make my day. And it's, it's kind of the same stuff for this. If you have 
I, I just, I, this is the thing about the hate crime stuff. Never before. I mean, you live in the most documented era in human history. Like everything is on video immediately. And yet these alleged hate crime perpetrators have this flawless ninja record, <laughs> not only of never facing legal justice, but never being caught on right, camera right. ever. Not only with cell phones, but security yeah. footage. And, and every simultaneously, camera. they're worthless redneck hick idiots. Yes. So yeah, they're stupid, they? but flawless and <laughs> professional and precise. <laughs> So, you know, it doesn't, doesn't just because she doesn't have evidence to substantiate this story doesn't mean it's for sure false. It's for sure false. <laughs> but yeah, um, it yeah. might be. But, the, but you know, the, again, the burden is not on you. I get so sick of people saying, too, can you prove it's not true? Well, I'm not the one making that the claim. That doesn't work. That's not the way the law works. God yeah. damn it. God damn I mean, it. I, I, there's a T-Rex in the sky. Can you prove yeah. it's not true? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, burden of proof is on the person that demand evidence, demand substantiation. You're not a bad person for asking for it. Yeah. Well, I guess it's just hard, more harder, more or less than she's my sister. And also, you know, it just gets want to be safe and all. Yeah, uh, I know you got to treat your siblings well. I don't know. Maybe. um, I don't know. I don't I I can't give advice on that. (laughs) Just. Ask her nicely for evidence. And say you're a good <laughs> sister. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I sort of, like in that conversation. I sort of said, "Well, did he give any sort of? Did he take pictures or do any video cameras so he can s- further substantiate?" At which point, she did not give any. Yeah, well, he said it, and he's he's a good man who didn't do nothing. So <laughs> it must be true. Anyway, we'll have to let you go, beggar. But uh, appreciate your call. Thanks for calling. Well, yeah, it's been three weeks, so have a nice time. Thanks. It's always my favorite part is when they work in the way that they knew it was a Trump supporter. (laughs) What's up, Deploy? Alaska. Hold on. Used to be. I pulled you in, Uh, McCutcheon. But Jay Fry, continue. It's always the the hardest part is to fit in how it was a Trump supporter. Yeah, really, really. And then he said, in Trump's America, and then punched me in the hijab. (laughs) Yeah, really? He punched me right in the hijab. (laughs) Okay. Macoptera, oh, um, you accused me of mispronouncing your name. Am I not saying it right still, Macoptera? No, no, you've got it right now. Okay, cool. Macoptera. Okay. Well, bless us with your entomological knowledge. Is that the term? It is. Sure. Okay. What do you got we for us? We can make that the term. Okay, I'm sorry. I try. That's I'm not fine. a bug expert. I got one of those silly liberal arts degrees. One of those bachelor Oh, arts. he said the B word. <laughs> get him I mean I've never really been partial to bugs oh right I'm not supposed to say bug can I say insects yeah if you okay. want you could say bugs but I mean I'm just not as big an expert on bugs as on other insects wait bugs are a subset of insects yeah oh my gosh bugs bugs are insects in the order no, yeah the order hemiptera <sighs> Why are all these young kids so much smarter than us? <laughs> I know. What happened to us? Jeez. Okay. All right. What uh, do you the got The average for us? of one of us is a millennial, though. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. So what, what were you going to ask? I was going to say, what, uh, did you want to talk insects or did you have something else in your mind? Oh. Um, I didn't bring you in this time. This is all you, buddy. <laughs> oh, sweet. Um, I thought I, you were in the roll call, right? Or did, yeah, I see you in the roll call. I, I thought that I had gotten in too early. 
Nope, you were right at 650. I mean, that's basically how this works now is we have like 10 people right on 650, and that's basically what we can get through. So you got to be honest. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Maybe we should work in a system where I just pick at random later. I don't know. I don't know. We had been talking about something like that. I don't really know if that would be best, but um, we'll it might be better and easier to get new people in if you do that. Yeah, I mean, I uh, we can. I'll have to figure this out offline. I don't want to devote too much time to the show, but it is a balance between rewarding people who are timely versus mixing up the callers. I, we'll have to mm-hmm. figure it out. But anyway, stop wasting our time. What do you got? <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> Next. Sorry, my my. This guy's boring. Get him out of here. You guys you, are so mean. So, um, with Gawker and the whole Kogan thing that happened like 2016 it's old news now but do you think that buzzfeed's gonna go down the same road and eventually get sued or somehow be bankrupted by their decisions oh yeah i do yeah trump said buzzfeed's gonna face the consequences and they've already started Yeah, I think they're screwed. I think he's going to bankrupt the hell out of them and that we're all going to stand up and cheer. It's going to be like Gawker 2.0. I hope so, at least. I mean, but I take him seriously when he like he wants to take the media down. And this would be I don't I don't know very much about the law, but I think that he would have a pretty good case here. I mean, right. This this was like pretty slanderous or libelous. I couldn't speculate on that. I You see, I don't really think that they would because i don't think i'm they sure ever said they that consulted attorneys yeah i'm sure they consulted attorneys before they published it and they did like repeatedly say unverified and unverifiable things like that and so yeah. i'm wondering if they did like the minimal it's, legalese if, if it was it'd be the same thing that they got gawker on which is whether if it's interesting to the public it is of the public interest because Ugh. Ugh, i don't like that say, at all. you could say that because it's unverified that it isn't in the interest of the public to speculate. Right. That would be the argument that Trump would have to make. However, that's, it's tough. It's not his best argument, I think, against the media. So That's I, true, too. I mean, sure. the media is fucked up far worse than this. And yeah, this was, like, yeah. immediately revealed to be a ridiculous hoax that was a largely an embarrassment to every media outlet that covered it. Um mm-hmm. BuzzFeed is one of those great examples that just challenges some deeply held philosophical convictions. You know, some people, it's like I say with the uh, people who are opposed to the death penalty. Okay, but here's like, I mean, I know Jerry Sandusky didn't get the death penalty, but you see someone like that, you are like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, My my, my anti-killing death penalty philosophy, uh, you know, Jerry Sandusky really challenges that. I feel the same way about BuzzFeed with regard to free speech, free publication, where it's like, what a shame for any outlet to be silenced, to be put out of business, to be taken down, to to stop publishing. But But if it happened, we'd all be like, But in BuzzFeed's case, what is the world losing? (laughs) What are they contributing? Uh, Nothing. They're detracting from people's quality of life because they're constantly feeding people lies and giving them garbage advice about how to live their life. But then again, who is looking to BuzzFeed for life advice? Those people are worthless. (laughs) So I don't I don't really know what to say about this. I don't know anyone who does that. I I don't know anyone who does that. Oh, the, the thing I hate about BuzzFeed and the lesser known distractify that I follow for hate purposes on social media. (laughs) is because they're always they always 
Not only are their articles joke clickbait worthlessness, but they're always this kind of moral high horsing yeah. joke clickbait worthlessness that's like, you know, it, it's kind of this SJW bend on it. We're like, look how disgusting this person is. And look at these tweets of people hating on them. Yeah. It's the same thing. The of, example I think of is like that. People. Sorry, what? All of their videos that were like. 25 questions that black people have yeah. for other black people. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the same thing. I, I had that debate, if you want to call it that, with that Distractify author, Mustafa, about Milo. And that oh, he article was a was, Distractify author? Yeah. The, the article was kind of the same thing of like, look at how bad this scumbag got smashed. And then it's a list of tweets from virtue signalers being like, ugh, I can't stand this misogynistic asshole. Oh, oh cool. congratulations Burn. for you. Yeah. Maybe maybe let's listen to the debate instead of just yeah, compiling absolutely. tweets of virtue signaling tweets to cover it. Well, you see, that's kind of the problem because in their from their point of view, there is no debate. Yeah. They they don't right. you see they're at the point now where they don't think that they should be considering any other point of view because it is insert X buzzword here, racist, yeah. sexist, whatever. Right. And, and so that's why I thought There's it was no really fitting anymore. for them to be like, and this is the role of journalists in 2017. It's like, yeah, oh, you yeah. guys have no standards now. That's what happened here. This is why yeah. this is only the role of journalists in 2017. To give the public a bunch of information and then be like, you decide if it's true. You have eliminated the reason to have a journalist at all because we can all access tons and tons of information online and not know if it's true. I mean- you need journalists only for one thing, and that's to – you've got to rely on them, and they have to tell you whether or not something that they've read is true, reliably. Yeah. yeah. Although BuzzFeed it, never it, did that, so. It is interesting, too, that they'll they'll be like, it's unverifiable, so you get to try to verify it. Well, how? Yeah. I mean, what? <laughs> I mean, yeah. You're going to go to Russia? So I guess that means it's you flip a coin, and whatever yeah. side it lands right. on, you yeah. right. decide on that. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll have to move on. Our show's t- time's already getting away from me, but uh, appreciate it. Hopefully, your studies and everything at the old Michigan State are going well. I hope, if yeah, that is yeah, indeed well. what you're doing, I assume. No, I've been uh, faking it the whole time. Well, I, I don't know if you're taking a semester <laughs> off or what's going on in the old uh, the old insect bug world. You know. No, I'm I'm taking enough classes that I can graduate a couple semesters early. Of All right. You are. God, me busy. Why do these? Uh, future leaders choose to listen to this crap I don't get it. <laughs> all right have a great night man appreciate yeah, it bye. Bye. next up I'm, i'll try to move a little quicker here i always say okay i say i'm going to move quickly and then chase is next up with his pepe avatar what's up chase <laughs> give chase a minute to figure that out concerned commoners up next pull him in or her, I shouldn't assume gender. It's 2017 after all. It is the current Chicken year. biscuit. Oh, there's Get Chase lighting here. up. Hey, Chase. Lighting up, but I don't yes. hear anything. Oh, yeah, I'm here. I can hear Concerned Commoner. Can any of you guys hear Chase? Can you hear me now? Oh, there you go. Ah, there okay, we'll let, we'll let Chase go first, and then uh, Commoner. Damn, new mic. New year, new mic. Ooh, um, okay, ooh. all right. So crisp. First of all, I identify as a fruit roll-up. That's just for okay. starters. Um, I demand, and I don't have a set gender. Uh, I'm fruit roll-up, non-binary. Okay. And on Wednesdays, I'm a mailbox. Is, so are your I'm teachers a mailbox aware today. of this? Um, yes, uh, my sociology teacher is, and I am uh, making a, a super strong social justice warrior case because I'm Good. super bored in that class, and so I just feel like arguing. Gotcha, okay. Um, 
for starters, Matt, I have Bigfoot's body in my basement. Uh, if, if you'd like me to mail him to you, uh, you need to get a P.O. box for the show. Uh, he'll be. I'll put dry ice so he won't decompose or smell that bad. Uh, it, it'll all be good. I promise. Well, you know, I, I, it would be fun to get uh, a, a box for to get stuff mailed to us. However, that is the very much is... A, the double-sided sword, the I double-edged know. sword. It's like, well, I could get chocolates or it could be anthrax. You know, I'm going to say this now and it's going to be – it's going to come back to bite me in the future. But let's put it this way. I have used – there's an online service – that will allow you to send various types of animal shit from the zoo to whomever you want. <laughs> Are you and serious? You can, yep, and you can even put a customized <gasps> message on it. And I have utilized oh my gosh. this service, but you know that one of the reasons I don't have a PL box. I don't. It's like twenty bucks for a gallon of gorilla crap. <laughs> that's example. it. Twenty dollars. That's, that's it. They get it straight from the zoo. What? Yeah. Why don't you just be like from an outhouse? There's like there's like some weird dude like twelve o'clock in the morning or twelve o'clock at night just like dip like getting a ladle and just like oh this is gonna be good I'm gonna label this the one on- giraffe crap right here. The only catch is you like have to do crap. it anonymously. Okay, that to- makes sense. Yeah, because yeah. I mean I'm a bit I'm a uh, deplorable, so I'm not gonna put my name on it. Duh. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I want to put my name on it. Cause it's not a crime. <laughs> uh, at least just, I don't think. Uh, just mail it to Buzzfeed. Just- <laughs> All right. Okay. So uh, twenty dollars. Okay. After I said uh, so, I'd speed up the show, what's what's uh, what's on your mind? What's your question or? Um. Thought? So my school, we're gonna get if one of, some of our classes, we're gonna watch the inauguration because you know it happens only every four years. So we can mm-hmm. sacrifice one day of instruction. And uh, so there's these students at my school, the the super like SJWs, and so I'm going undercover. Okay, but don't worry, I'm gonna be wearing a Trump shirt, so that way I won't be called fake or whatever. <laughs> Okay. I'm just going to have a hoodie on and just like rip off my, so they're going to protest. Okay. They're going to protest at lunch and they have it. Like we have three lunches or we have four lunches really at our school. And so they're going to set up all four lunches and they're going to protest. Well, luckily my lunch is the biggest. So they will be the largest mass there. Okay. And so like they're getting signs, everything. And they're calling like Cheeto Hitler. So I got a bag of Cheetos and I put Hitler on it and that's going to be my protest sign. So I have a Trump snack is too. Cheeto Hitler. I yes, like Trump. Okay. Yes, me too. Okay. Like, it's like a really good idea. Like, I wish I'd have thought of that. <laughs> yeah. So, I, all I did was just went to the gas station and bought a bag of cheese. Or I'm going to and just print out a picture of Hitler and tape it on the bag. So that way, at least I have like I won't miss lunch completely. Like, I just have a bag of Cheetos for lunch. But okay. uh, <laughs> I was just wondering for when I take off my shirt and the great triggering, as I'm going to call it, happens because I, I'm sure I'm, I'm not going to stop until they are crying. Like that. That's when I'll stop. <laughs> Not until at least okay. four of them are crying. <laughs> it, it, won't, it, won't, it won't be that hard because they're just going to start getting mad crying. But I want, like, emotional, like, crap on their life crying. And so I, I heard earlier Blonde was saying, um, what, like, she has, like, standard statistics on her, like, at all times. What would be solid statistics for you to have for, in general, to crap on their life? Like, I, I just need a few so that way – because, like, I got the black crime one, you know, uh, 70% – of crimes are committed by 13% of the population. So it's not, yeah. I, got, I mean, are I there going to be a lot of feminists there? There's lots of good. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I need feminist ones. Uh, let's see. Good feminist statistics. Help out skag. Let's see. 70% yeah, of well, the wage gap is not real. Women. I mean, let's, yeah, let's start there. The wage yeah, gap. They, they don't least, have a at large, least it's not real as a sexist wage and earnings. phenomenon. Yeah. Right. 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 Um, what, what else feminist data or statistics lies? I should know more on the spot. The, the wage gap is the one that immediately comes to mind. Um, I think like maybe white stuff, like because obviously I'm white and they're going to be super triggered by it. 
So, um, I mean, I it, guess the question is, do you want to take a race angle? Oh, the other, the other BS, Maybe. the other BS feminist lies too are about uh, rapes and sexual rapes statistics. Oh yeah, of yeah. course, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm just gonna probably, say put your barca, I'm, I'm just gonna say put your burka on and wear more clothing. Okay, <laughs> put your burka on. <laughs> that that that's my go-to like redneck like the South Show will rise. Like where, that's my go-to like put your, your burka back on. Yeah, okay. yeah. Get ready for your burger. Well, I, yeah. well, I want to hear how this goes. And before we oh, let you go, worry. do you, do you have a chicken biscuit update? Um, no. Uh, she was fired from our school. Oh my gosh, not, you're never gonna get that thing. No, don't worry. There will be justice. I will avenge the chicken biscuit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, today I actually did get it in a way. So Chick Fil A bet, like you know how they sponsor the bowl game, one of the semifinals. Uh-huh. And they said if the SEC won or something like that, don't don't crucify me. Okay, I, I'm not really sure, but it's along the lines of if somebody anyway. won, they were going to get they were going to give away breakfast for a month. And what it is is just a breakfast item every Wednesday. And, and a breakfast item to me is not a crappy yogurt. Okay, that's a snack. That's a heavy snack. That's not a breakfast item. And I was sure to tweet at them and tell them how wrong they were. And I was just really I was really frustrated about the the free yogurt. <laughs> I don't want a free yogurt. I could get a yogurt out of my refrigerator. I want a chicken biscuit. But today they were giving away free chicken biscuits, so your boy went in line twice because no one ever told you I was a savage. Well, <laughs> well yeah, but that that's I mean, that's just bonus, but that's not the teacher giving you the chicken biscuit. As far as I am concerned, the chicken biscuit debt is still unpaid. I'm well, I think this is as close as I'm going to get. So, you yeah. know, I, I gotta track this have lady small down. victories. Somebody dox small her, victories. please. Somebody docks Chase's teacher so we can track her down and You are encouraging all sorts of shit today. <laughs> yeah, that I do like... not stand behind. Yeah. All right. Um, well, yeah, and, and I'm making you thing. uncomfortable. What, yeah, what kind what's of going role on? reversal is this? Blonde, you need to have a little picture. Like Matt's got his own picture. I have a picture now. It's been updated to a Donald Trump oh, Pepe yeah. with a point. I don't to the have wall. a picture. Oh yeah, you gotta you put need it in a the picture. Discord system. Fine. Yeah. Fine. It could maybe be like, right. you know, a fin like Trigly puff or something cool <laughs> like that. I, right. I know there are some artsy swastikas that have been Ooh, circulating. Yeah. You might no. try. No. Yeah. Cheeto Hitler. I'll send you a picture of my Cheeto Hitler. I'll send you a picture of Cheeto Hitler. Okay, okay. I'll make that my avatar. That All right. Fair. We'll <laughs> let you go, Chase. Hopefully, we'll, uh, All right, we'll talk to you Appreciate soon. Appreciate it. Have a bye, good Chase. night. All right, bye. Uh, Concerned commenter, you're up if you're going to go. Yeah, so. Um... Uh, I'm my question surrounds at least all the hoopla of like I, I guess Bernie Sanders is trying to uh, talk with Trump, I guess, sort of. And he's being uh, condemned by some people that he's not like outright like going Hitler, 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 you're, <laughs> you're Hitler, Hitler. But uh, I saw even one post of somebody that was claiming that he he was a white supremacist just for oh not gosh, you know, being what? like. Yeah. Who Bernie Sanders? But the, yeah. the Jew the Bernie Jew. Sanders, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the socialist but, but, Jew. But yeah, I've I've seen this with people that I I wonder because if he if Trump really is as bad as they think he is, isn't it incumbent upon them to negotiate with him to get him not to enact policies they thought they think have those kind of implications well, is it well no i mean right? dave, Ru- dave rubin I mean, talks about this and what i think is really interesting is because they've gone so far in their accusations against him they can't participate they can't cooperate with him for the reasons you're just, you're describing because who cooperates with a nazi fascist whatever you want to throw at him yeah. and also they can't admit like anything he does let's say he comes into office and like lots of great things happen we all i, I would think any american would hope for that 
don't we all want prosperity even if he's not your guy i do. I mean e- even even but, even with i mean i'm nixon nixon cooperated with mao i mean he knew what mao did but they still opened up relations with china i th- i think that era is nonetheless suspended though i think i think cooperation with the devil even the perceived devil for the greater good is suspended because you're just a moral inferior if you do that and i hope we can restore a culture that says you yeah, know what but, but a, bipartisan a, a, cooperation a is principle great. that doesn't practically manifest in any way whatsoever is about as good as a principle that isn't held to by anyone whatsoever it's hmm. you know it's if it's absent in the effectiveness as in regards to policy then I, I just don't see it as meaning much of anything i mean w- what is a principle if it's just a meaningless abstraction that's uh, disembodied and doesn't have any, you know, substance to it. Well, yeah, I mean, one of the reasons I can't, I, I can't hang out on the left anymore is because there's no principle left on the left anymore. It's all just a bunch of double standards. It's all a bunch of different rules for different people, depending on what race or sex or gender or people they sleep with or whatever. Everyone has a different rule based on identity, which is just crap. There's no more principle left. So yeah. I can't hang out there. Loyalty, loyalty to principles is fine. Just don't be loyal. To any parties in particular forge your own path at least right. that's how i see it right i don't uh, if if i if i i think that no matter i i do believe cooperation in pursuit of a of betterment is pretty much always a, a good thing to be honest uh i mean with rare exception there there are people i don't know i'm trying to think of an example like we shouldn't have cooperated with hitler obviously they tried that and it didn't work out too well. A few people tried that. It didn't work out too well. But generally speaking, if you're not dealing with Hitler, I'm a fan of good faith negotiation and cooperation. Maybe you agree, Blonde. Maybe you're not. Maybe you don't. Um, I mean, I think that I probably take a harder line on this than you do. But I, I just think that, I don't know, the time for, for mending relations or like building, building bridges, I, I think that that is... The things that they have said and what they've done to Trump, I just don't know why he would why he would try, why he would bother. Well, and part of part of it is earned too. Because it makes him worse than. What was the name of the Willy Wonka actor? I forget. Um, Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder. Wilder. We need that clip handy. You lose. Good day, sir. Yeah. You get nothing. You get nothing. They they need that right now. Yeah, yeah, and that's why everybody loved this media shutdown because Trump was like, "I'm not giving you shit, CNN. I'm not giving you anything because you're fake news." And I think we need a little bit of that too, like cooperation. I don't think there's any cooperation with the mainstream media that's going to happen. So That's what's sure. the what's what's the equivalent of uh, Charlie giving the gobstopper back? What's the equivalent of like that? It, it, how's that translate to politics? The left needs so to long. humble. The left needs to humble itself. They need to stop fucking doubling down on this crap. The mainstream media needs to do the same thing. They need to be like, listen, like we did a bad job here. We we covered things incorrectly. We were deceptive, and we gotta just take a step back and regroup I've, I've and seen give a you better news. People cover uh, call it out like michael tracy or, or yeah or michael tracy has and then i think morning joe also did and a few more people new york mm-hmm. times kind of wrote something that was a little bit in that direction but i feel like they've all just doubled down now and just gone yeah back. it's all it's all russian hackers and it's all the russian yeah. influence you know yeah. who made a really great point i watched um dennis prager streaming with roaming millennial it's, that was a, a live earlier today and it's it's on her channel but he made a great point in there, which is like, okay, you want to dispute Trump's legitimacy because the Russians did this and you don't want to get introspective because right. he was cheated. Okay, fine. But why don't you tell me why uh, you lost Congress? 
Yeah. Why don't you tell me why you lost two thirds of the governorships? Why don't you tell me why the Democratic Party is in the weakest position? Uh, Russia. In, in re- yeah, is that and all Russia? Also Russia? Or they'll say Russia. that it's racism of the middle class. And I fucking, yeah. I reject that. And that's why I think that Ru- there's probably no compromise on this because they don't understand that middle America's values and that, that that is the mentality that got Trump elected. It's like, why would I compromise with these people that don't understand shit about this country? They don't, they don't get it. Why bother? It's even worse. It's, it's they made Russian, sweet it's movies, Russian though. Racism. It's <laughs> Russian racism. Russian racism has Rush, been Russian imported. Assisted. It's yeah. colonized the minds <laughs> of the inhabitants of... Yeah. Well, we all know that's what happened. Them. All right. Decolonize well, your mind. Decolonize your you mind. You cracked man. the code, man. You need to be in the CIA is what, where you need to be. All right. Well, have a good night. We appreciate the call. Thank you very much, sir. Thanks. Let's see. Unstoppable's been in. Uh, I think I covered everybody here. Yuzhavong. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce that. I don't see this person waiting anymore. So sorry about that. Y-U-U-Z-H-A-N-V-O-N-G-19. This oh, live chat is not sufficiently cancerous, guys. Nice. What happened? Did we have a purge? I, don't know. I know Jay Fry was getting. Jay, were you getting rough with people in the live chat? Were you handing out banhammers or what? Last week. Uh, no, it was it wasn't uh, it wasn't uh, it was on Sunday's show because ah. everyone wants to use caps and I'm gonna fucking cap the cappers <laughs> with caps. I, I all right. I blocked you know, one of Matt's friends that apparently is pretty harmless in the live chat. Yeah, I restored I restored that person, so we're good. But <laughs> oh, you know, I don't def- block anybody. I just do five minute timeouts. Oh, Jay Fry's yeah, very. Bad. All these motherfuckers using caps right now. I see you. <laughs> Mark's up next. What's up, Mark? Hey, what's up? Can you hear me? Yep. Hey. You're good. All right. I can be really quick so I can let like at least another caller get in. But um, one, uh, how do you plan on sitting back, relaxing, and enjoying God Emperor Trump coming in as uh, president in like the next 38 hours? Um, I'm going to Milo. So that's probably how I'm going to bring it in. But I'm going to also probably go to the Women's March, um, which is happening in Seattle. So there's I think one here too on Saturday. There's going to be a lot of sadness, yeah. tears, and I'm just going to be walking through the streets like yeah, da, 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 like I no, did no, the no, day no, after he's elected. You're bringing a camera, right? No, you're going to be footage? rowing through the. Cool. You're going to be <laughs> rowing through the streets in a canoe instead because all the tears. Yeah, yeah, totally. Do you have um, plans? Do you have uh, a lazy I'm, boy all set up with popcorn yes, and beer or whatever? No, you don't drink beer. I forgot. <laughs> you're nah, a good kid, like I, the rest of our I, listeners. I, I will get a uh, a nice Thai food dinner with a dessert and sit mm. back and uh, oh, you know lovely. what else? I want to suggest this to everyone who's listening. If you want to get really comfortable, especially now, go to LL Bean <laughs> and get a nice and get a nice pair of flannel lined jeans. They're really comfortable. Yeah, I assume you're picking LL Bean because of their pro Trump controversy, right? I would now, but I actually bought them like two days before that <laughs> happened. Ah. I just like these fleece line jeans. So they're actually just great regardless. Well, and now they're like, what's the controversy? The family gave a bunch of money to Trump or something? It was just one member the, uh, of the board. That's it? And she um, didn't give members money to Trump. She gave money to some Republican group to oh put up gosh. Trump signs in her uh And we're supposed to area. boycott for that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. I bought I'm a thermos from L.L. Bean. All right. I bet they made hella money this last month or so. Because nothing fits my fat ass. 
<laughs> oh, Jay Fry. All right, Mark. We'll uh, we'll catch you soon. Thanks for calling. All right, dude. All you right, got to um, if you if you want to call in, you got to get in touch with me. Like I say, pa- Mark's a patron. Don't wait in line. You, you know, you want if you're yeah. a patron, you want to hop up front. Just message me. That's what yep. Stephen does every week. You, you want to know how Stephen <laughs> cheats? Stephen's a patron. <laughs> anyway, I thanks, I Mark. would, but I I don't I would uh, but. I tried to think of a good question. I didn't have anything until like five minutes before. So, well, you know the pressure's on to have intelligent things to say on this show, man. If you come on this show and you don't have um, Shakespearean prose to offer, <laughs> you're you, yeah. yeah, you're a loser. Wanna, All right. Just want to say one thing. I'm looking forward to Blonde's next video for the Ask.com thing. Oh yeah, he asked you a oh. question. Ask.com. I think he said ask.com. I'm like, God, what is going well, on that, here? You know I well, go that, to that website? That, well, that I too. I was interested. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. D- you submitted a question on there? Yeah, that's the one about the enablers. Oh, are you, you sent me one on Patreon. It was a really long one. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. It was so oh, okay, long, no, that's... no, no. I just hadn't done a video on it. Uh, he sent me a very in-depth and very good question. Um but I didn't want to give too much of his personal details away. So I wanted to read parts of the Patreon message. So I still got to make that video, but yeah, I will get to that this week. Thank you for get reminding me. Awesome. <laughs> Tell her to get to work. All right. You guys have a good night. Bye. I got banned from the alt-right uh, subreddit for ask one anything. I wonder it why. Was, uh, I don't know who the moderator was, but it wasn't me. Uh, Brayden says that it was uh, because my question was uh, degenerate in nature there were so many questions that were degenerate in nature <laughs> so bryden uh, by yeah. the way this is totally off topic but bryden the other day tweeted that he had aids and all the responses were really man <laughs> <laughs> mine was lucky for a second i was like oh no bryden's got aids <laughs> why did i believe that no he goes it's been a really tough year for me i got the hiv that's what he said <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. Uh, you want to do two more callers and then we'll do our voicemail? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. Um, good. Brash Rhino's up next. I haven't heard from Brash Rhino. Oh, in long time. Before. No talk. Yeah. Mr. Rhino, you're good to go. If you can um, get that mic unmuted. Next. Okay, get him out of here. Uh, and then we got a, Aeolian. Aeolian. Am I pronouncing that right? Aeolian. No. Yes, that's right. Aeolian. Excellent. Aeolian, gotcha. What's on your mind, good sir? Well, um, I was wondering uh, where you, Mr. Matt, and Blondie, of course, came down on uh, the, um, well, yesterday, the hearing held on Capitol Hill was Betsy DeVos for Secretary mm-hmm. of Education. And all of my dear friends, God bless them. All the ones, uh, all the ones who haven't had, you know, really any real sense beaten into them yet, and are still saying that, oh man, uh, what is it? What's her name? Uh, Pocahontas. Uh, Senator Elizabeth, Elizabeth Warren. Warren. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Oh man, she was savage there. She just tore up Betsy DeVos, <laughs> and um, they're all just posting, uh. Betsy DeVos videos getting grilled on Capitol Hill by Bernie Sanders saying, will you work with us to make college? <laughs> it's that's pretty good. I've seen all the, I've seen all the highlight videos already. Um, 
And they're all just the same thing. They're all senators just talking over, uh, uh, just talking over the lady and just arguing with their own straw men and not letting her answer any, any arguments, which yeah. this is clearly the most, uh, clearly the most egregious form of just outright victim, uh, or villain making on Capitol Hill that we've seen yet because yeah, seems, this is their first real target. It seems to me, and I haven't listened to a lot of these hearings in full, but what I have seen is a lot of Democratic legislators trying to score soundbite points. Yeah, just like, you know, look, I'm, I know I'm not in a position of power here, but uh, I'm going to try to get you with this gotcha question and right, you know, right. have that 30-second YouTube clip to post on my Facebook page or whatever. It's a tactic of the left, though. I didn't watch this. I just read a little bit about it. Did you watch it, Skag? I did see the grizzly clip from DeVos. Is it DeVos or DeVos? Oh. Betsy, Betsy DeVos, right? Um, v with a V. Yeah. With a V, right? And, DeVos. Uh, yeah. So is it uh, – who's the Connecticut senator, the one who's always on the gun control uh, – the gun control crusade because of Sandy Hook. I forget his name, but he was asking her about, you know, does he believe, does she believe that uh, guns have any role in school and should um, basically should, should all schools be gun free zones? And her answer that's been plastered everywhere by a lot of uh, leftist publications that I get a kick out of just because of locale is she says, well, there's a school in Wapiti, Wyoming, and they might need a gun to fend off potential grizzlies. And uh, like you know, I'm like yeah, all right, that I could see that they might yeah. run out of a grizzly or two. <laughs> so there's one case, and uh, but oh, it, but yeah, it is dumb also. too. Just like I mean, Ben Shapiro talked about it on his show today too. But yeah, Sandy Hook itself was a gun-free zone, and Adam Lanza did what he did. So right, right. this idea that you put up a sign, hey, no shooting kids here. Oh, <laughs> okay, that just derails all of my day's plans. Damn it. I mean, no one was thinking of it except <laughs> yeah. for that guy. Right. Um, but no, it's this is real. There are two parts to that. One's the gun thing. Uh, grizzlies have not killed as many school children as, you know, crazy guys have in the last five years. And we've seen that played out. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, maybe if, if I'm going to talk about the KKK doesn't kill people. Yeah. Um, and the last lynching was like in the 80s. I should be honest and say, I. Don't know the last time a grizzly killed a <laughs> student traveling to school or at school. And apparently uh, it's a lot harder because that guy, uh, what, back in November, who ran into a mama grizzly and got tore up pretty bad in Montana. That was your, right. Out, yeah, that was state. very close to here. Yeah. Like, it's apparently it's a lot harder to die from a bear attack. Um, oh, it's not hard. They definitely get it done. I mean, Yellowstone <laughs> has had um, a hand like a. I forget. In the last five years, there's probably been like four or five grizzly-related deaths. But these people were dumb, and there's certainly there aren't any schools in Yellowstone, and that's just right, right. straight up wilderness. Why is this relevant to to what they were asking her? She was asking. They she was asked. Do Wasn't believe, this supposed to be about she, common core and shit? They were they were asking about guns in school, and she said there might the grizzlies might get the Wapiti Wyoming school. That's why they need guns. Yeah. I mean, it's not a great he, argument. However, I don't think his argument, the guy asking the questions, is great either. It was just kind of right. bad opinions. Like, oh, colliding. how do you feel about this? Which, I mean, they were they were all concerned about her record. Oh, so you've never managed a school? So you've never done that? Um, I'm sorry. I'd like to review all of your qualifications for, to be Senator uh, Miss Native yeah, American really. Heritage. Uh, Mr. Got kicked out of a socialist uh 
socialist community for being lazy. <laughs> Sanders. Well, yeah, his I mean, and his wife bankrupted a school. <laughs> his wife what? bankrupted a school. That's right. Yeah. University of Vermont, wasn't it? Yeah, oh or gosh. it was in Burlington. I don't know if it was University of Vermont, but she totally ran a college into the ground. Yep. Into the ground. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you know, I I wouldn't um. If I were running a college or if I were running any kind of school administration, I would not, given that record, I probably would not choose to hire her or <laughs> have yeah. her ask questions. Presumably yeah. her and Bernie would ask similar questions mm -hmm. or expect similar things. I don't know. Maybe they're different. Yeah. I don't think they are, though. I will say this. I think that, uh, uh, that like the dot-com bubble in 2000 caused a recession, the housing bubble in uh, 2008 and 2007 caused a recession, I think the next cause of... Uh, the next crisis is going to be student loans. Hmm. I think. Yeah, I, think that's I agree. Bubble yeah. is going to burst because, I mean, I'm here. I I graduated with science degree. I'm just starting grad school now, but I I'm committed. But there's still no really any guarantee that I can make hay out of it and pay my loans down. I thankfully have very few, but when like 75% of the incoming generation is starting out life with mm -hmm. five figures in debt. Right. Up to six figures in debt. That's going to put a, it's going to put a serious clamp on the, on the future economy. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's not going to help get the birth rate above, above replacement either. No. <laughs> Blonde's always <laughs> all about the birth rate. Yeah. I'm freaking out about this. Man. <laughs> Anyway, we'll have to let you go, Alien. Um, well, let me you. ask you this. Do you do any kind of like YouTube videos or broadcasting yourself? No, not yet. Okay. Uh, I'd like to, but that's mostly because I first I need an opinion because there's okay. cameras everywhere. Gotcha. Well, I was just admiring your sweet <laughs> voice. I think you got a sweet voice for this. You do. I get, I a get a lot of comments. Voice. I have, I'm a bass and choir and, uh, Wow, I did well, I did a little bit of radio work, but uh, they said, we'll call you back. And they never did. So. <laughs> huh. All right. So maybe I should just keep at it. Yeah, I don't know. It sounds good to me, but <laughs> who am I? You're a YouTube star. That's <laughs> Thank you for that. I think, complete... I think you have. Well, there, there's my I think your um, tones are equally as dulcet. Well, thank you. I appreciate that because I, I like that voice. And, um, you know, I will take unjustified ego inflation wherever <laughs> I can get it because Blonde shoots it down. It's certainly J Fry. Well, Blonde doesn't really shoot it down. J Fry does, though. J Fry gives me the well, upset. I try to make you well, feel good about yourself. <laughs> blonde is the reason we all come to the show. Well, what, okay. Why? People say these things and it's like, do you not think that, my, that I made a decision to... I'm the one who proposed this show. I'm the one who yeah, said, hey, yeah. you want to do a show? Gag Please? knew he was going to have to do all the work and that I would contribute minimally, but I would still be credited with almost everything. And then I would <laughs> gladly take the credit. Here we he are. knew this. This is the deal. <laughs> this is the deal. This is where we are. All right. We'll let you go. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for night. calling. All right. Thank you very much. Um, Rhino, if you can get uh, your voice working, we'd be happy to chat with you. Let's see. Fresh. Oh, there you go. One Fresh has a rather flour, soothing voice himself. One cup milk, one teaspoon vanilla. What am I? Oh, one gallon salty liberal tears. <laughs> oh, there you go. Okay. Hi, guys. I, uh, <clears throat> sorry, I'm just, I'm in the kitchen. I'm cooking up some uh, liberal pain. Pancakes. Your spirit cooking. 
spirit cooking. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I, just, I hear they're really salty. Oh, Ooh. incredibly salty. <laughs> you have to you have to have a refined palate to really appreciate <laughs> the flavor of the pain and different. Like you have the young social justice warriors versus like uh, Debbie Washerman Schultz, right? The young ones are a little more sweeter. <laughs> I would not want to drink but Debbie's there's, tears. There's really something to be said for Debbie Washerman Schultz because no. she's so old and salty and nasty. Just, what became of her? That that would taste like vinegar. I bet that's what I would expect. <laughs> oh yeah, I imagine it does. It would taste like vinegar. Okay, so uh, Debbie had a had a brief cameo in the the video I made that I published today. Um, but the only thing I want to say on her is this is the first time I've pulled like a high res. Debbie Wasserman Schultz photo. Oh, woof, man. Woof. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. Like her official Congress photo, you know? It's like giant resolution. You yeah, get. Like, yeah. It's, it's her wonky eye. You know? And her teeth are that. jankier than you realize. I'm assuming it's anyway. the, the janky teeth, wonky hat. eye combo. That old <laughs> and the, combo. And the Nickelback Chad Kroger hair, the, the ramen noodles hair, the <laughs> yeah. whole bit. It's so crispy. The, she got a jerry curl going on. Ugh. The Jar Jar eyes. <laughs> She does. <laughs> jar jar eyes. Oh, Misa boy. rig, Misa rig your primary. <laughs> Yours a primary so rigged, Annie. Oh my gosh. Misa Sorry password is I, password. I, I you know? apologize for that. That was just uncalled for and absolutely disgusting. Oh, you guys. You guys are funny. All right. Do you have any um do you have any sincerity for us? <laughs> well, that's a tall order for me. Okay. Uh, okay, so so you know, there's just been so much crying on CNN. I watched the entire uh yeah. Obama press conference today and that was just I mean, the level of worship. It, it felt like it felt like going into church. Yeah, I heard it was a big you know, circle jerk. With, oh my gosh! Well, why has he had like fifty goodbyes too? I know, he had the isn't this very unconventional? And, he's, he, can you just this go is atypical. The Oprah interview, yeah, with yeah. Michelle just, Obama and all that. Just leave. It's like it's like uh, Ferris Bueller. You're still here. Well, the the, the one thing, as somebody who grew up hating George W. Bush, and I'm sure my opinion is probably different now, but I even in my hatred of him, I appreciate that he just fucked right off. When it was over, yeah. he just fucked right off and he never talked to anybody. And he went back to his ranch. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to paint and I'm going to be alone for a few yeah. years. And it was right. great. I appreciate that so much. Yeah. I really do. It, and I'm, it gives, I'm being serious. It gives the country a breather. Yeah. Yeah. So it gives yeah. all a chance to kind of adjust to the new thing. Is it, But this, this guy, mark my words, this guy is going to be hanging around for a long time. I he's gonna not. be well. He's he's got the house the in, is in the scene now. To him. Yeah, yeah. He's and and you know what he's building around his house right a now? Wall. A giant wall. What a you know, freaking you, surprise! You wouldn't, you wouldn't it's want huge. Unauthorized to get into Obama's <laughs> house, but you know, hey, Trump's a racist, right? Yeah, <laughs> I I do. Uh, I wish I could go back because I want to. Certainly, the media was not. As friendly with George W. Bush as they are with Obama, and I'm sure the worship was Not nowhere near. And and there was just less media back then too. It wasn't nowadays. Yeah. Information is exchanged so much on such a greater scale and so much quicker. But yeah, I mean, I just don't get it. I, I don't. I don't get why. I'm not saying he shouldn't get any goodbye. I don't have a problem with him giving a farewell speech or whatever. But just, I don't need fifty things, and I don't need. No. 
a million specials and I don't need. Well, he's a narcissist. I mean, of course he was going to do this. Oh, yeah. But I hope you're wrong. I really hope I don't see Obama on major news in a month offering his opinion about upcoming legislation. Just I'm going to be so pissed. Just don't. I don't don't think it'll be as soon as a month, but he'll be back. And (sighs) I, I remember I remember reading something. Uh, in the past few years where he said that he was not going to fade into into the uh, the night quietly. Ugh, and why? Why I mean, not, man? Point, I would like to deny the narcissism, but it's like, dude, you've lived eight years under the most intense public scrutiny possible. And you, I mean, you, every president looks like 50 years older by the time they're done. And he's no right. exception. It's like, why would you want you've done that like the greatest thing you can do with your life basically you were the most powerful yeah. person in the world essentially why go wouldn't you just want to go home yeah. play some xbox yeah you know pet your dog do whatever you can do whatever Shap you and then want. go to sleep like yeah. everybody else. <laughs> why wouldn't you want you to do that and the only answer to, to your sleep. point is if you have if you have this addiction to <laughs> being in the public eye and having everyone admire you all the time i guess yeah, yeah. hopefully that's not the case i'm speculating i'm not saying that's for sure going to happen rhino seems to think rhino says it's for sure going to happen i guess yeah I, i'm not oh I'm it is it's as soon as a month but it'll happen I, right. I don't see this guy fading out quietly yeah. But yeah. there is one thing that I'm doing to send him off. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of the Brash Rhino Foundation, but every year <laughs> no, I have not. We get, I'm surprised. It sounds every like fight year, hate speech, a, a real 501c3. Exactly. Yeah. Every year we give it out an award uh, for the most murders done by drone strikes oh. by a Nobel Peace by a Nobel Peace Prize winner. <laughs> and he won this year. What are the odds? So, Gosh. <laughs> a Nobel Peace Prize bomber. That's uh that's <laughs> an interesting contradiction. Well, didn't he get that My, like didn't he get that in like 08 or something? Like he was just elected. He basically yeah, no, he, he got that like in February of 09. 09, okay. He did like, and he did. Oh, let's let's give him a peace prize. But the, my, my favorite part about the entire God, thing is that the same good. week he received the peace prize, Oof. he also bombed the moon. <clears throat> He did what? Bombed the moon. NASA. Bombed the moon? NASA sent up a probe. NASA sent up a probe, and the fuel rockets surpassed the probe, smashed into the moon, and the probe was able to pick up dust. So a kinetic bomb hit the moon. It collected the the dust particles and, and came back for samples. But what, he literally is I, the first president to bomb the moon. I thought I said no more science talk earlier. I thought I this is war talk. On that. <laughs> um, I can no longer hear anybody else. Okay, blonde blonde can't hear you guys. I guess we're not doing the Chris Cuomo CNN bit. We're not cutting you off illegitimately. No, but blonde worries. can't hear anybody. So and we're we're out of time anyway. So we'll have to we'll have to close it um, out there. But well, um, hey, uh, Matt, just real quick, uh, mm-hmm. I want to just say that uh, I would like to encourage everyone listening to donate to the Patreon. Uh, I myself have just done that this very evening. Oh, well, thank so, you very much, man. You're welcome. I, your patron's a little, you know, a little low, and we need to mobilize these guys. Everybody listening, you know, even, hey, if, it's a, even if it's a dollar a month, go ahead and do it. Hey, I mean, uh, any anybody that chooses to part with hard-earned money to to fund this duct tape operation has my, my thank you for sure. So I appreciate that a lot. Um, I don't know. I mean, the, the, the loyalty we have to this show and that we have to the channels is awesome. I... I 
I don't know. That's I blonde knows I get told I get at a loss for words when I'm so humbled. And, yeah. well, but I, I do I do appreciate it very much, man. Yeah, no, yeah, no problem. I've I've been meaning to do it for a while. Um glad and, and Jay Fry's a patron too, I should say. He's, Crazy faggot. His, but who also says hi as a patriot. Yeah. All the even that that heart that is shrunken three sizes too small, that Jay Fry heart <laughs> is still a patron. What the hell? <laughs> well, you know, Jay Fry, what can you say about the guy? He's he's an a-hole. Yeah, he's my favorite well, one though. At least say it behind my back. Jesus, guys. Well, no, that's that's the beauty of your style is you say it to people's faces, you know? I mean, you, you if you're going to talk shit about me, you're not going to subtweet. You're not a bitch like that. You're going to drive it straight in my mentions, and I appreciate that. Uh, that's how I do. Yeah. You can follow me at my Fry Foundation. It's a C-3PO. Um, <laughs> we should we, do some uh, kind we do of a lot uh, fundraiser or something like that or some joint event jay can you still not hear them Juan? i can hear um i can hear brash rhino i can't hear jay fry now oh i think you just muted him and you're trying to get away best. with it who jay fry yeah nope i right. i would mute me i would mute me too all right well i'm gonna mute you now i'm gonna end the show but um but we appreciate it guys look forward to it anytime i'm sure many of my twitter mentions will feature you two in the meantime oh you in the next five minutes it will <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Okay, bye. Okay. Well, let's listen to this voicemail real quick since I'm I'm the worst time manager ever, but here, you know, here we are. So uh, we talked to Miss Malevolent last week, and remember she said um, no more tax breaks for Hollywood movies as long as they're doing this bullshit, yeah, yeah. here's what you should think kind of political trip. And we got a counterpoint or a counter opinion from listener Crystal who wants to talk it's a minute here it's uh talking about how this tax breaks offered to, to movie filmers have been beneficial in michigan and georgia i believe but i've not listened to this in full but let's hear what she has to say just so you know i'll be going based off of michigan and georgia when discussing the film incentive the film incentive is a tax credit given to filmmakers that, that film within the state. In order to get this, the films must meet certain requirements. In Michigan, the film can't have any outstanding debt, while in Georgia, you have to spend a minimum of $500,000. While some might see this as unfair for a filmmaker, it's great because film is risky business. You could lose what you spend plus some once the film hits theaters. However, it's also good for the people in the state because the majority of people hired to work on the crews for these films are locals. You take away the film incentive movies are only going to find another state or go to Toronto. This hurts the state and its people more, for not only do people lose jobs, but businesses suffer for they aren't getting as much foot traffic. That's what happened in Michigan and it's caused people like my family to move in order to find work. Georgia has a film incentive that starts at 20% but goes to 30% if the film essentially promotes the state. This has allowed Pinewood Studios to grow in favor and is helping the Georgia economy. There you go. So any counterpoints? I mean, I'm, look, I, I hate, I hate boycotts for, I just generally hate boycotts for political purposes. I'm not saying you have to spend money in any given business, you know, but you know, if there's a business down the street and, and they, I just don't like the owner for whatever reason, maybe because of his politics or maybe he's just a jackass. I don't know. I'll just not go there. I don't, I guess I don't like this big organized, like this guy doesn't conform to acceptable thought. Let's harm his livelihood so by the same token i guess i, I should ex I, it pains me but i feel like i have to extend that same thing to 
Hollywood to be consistent, even though I don't want to. By, by which I mean, I just, I'm not a big fan of like, let's boycott Hollywood because of their wrong think. I don't know. Watch the movies if you want or don't. But to her point, I do think it's, it seems beneficial in places like Georgia where it's brought in good business. Yeah. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree. Although I should mention that my, um, uh, it's saying this uploader has not made this video available in your country. So I didn't listen to any of that voicemail. What? <laughs> yeah, I, know, I just stopped. Well, it played for me. Not, it won't work in your country. Yeah, I just got, it just said loading, please wait. And now it says that. Oh, okay. Well, the audience. But through context clues, I can say that I. Yeah, basically, she, she made the case that, like, look, the tax incentives, there are tax incentives in Georgia that if you, you spend X amount of money in the state, we're going to give you a tax incentive to be here. It brings a lot of, not only um, the, the money of the production there and all the actors and all the film crew and right, all that right. stuff. But of course, they are foot traffic to local businesses and they go to all the subways and they go to all the gas stations and they go to all the other places and spend right, money. Right. And, you know, you might get some toxic politics walking around your town. You might get some Meryl Streep's. Yeah, but, but if you get a big cash infusion, it's probably worth it. There is a price for everything. Yep. Anyone who tells you there isn't is a damn liar. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll close the show out there. So, um, thanks as always to everyone who's patient in the, in the waiting room, trying to get into the show. I know we can't get to everybody. That's a great problem to have, but we do what we can. It's two person duct tape operation and we try to get to everybody. So, uh, try to be patient. Remember if you can't get through and you want to send us a voicemail, do what Crystal did. We'll take your voicemail. We'll play it on the show and uh, we'll happily respond to it. We're going to be back on Sunday. Guess who's back, back again. Roaming millennial will be on the show on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, which will be a great time. I'm sure that is a, that is to say if we're live, like I said, the inauguration <laughs> is, is still, I don't know, yeah. whatever. We'll see you then. <laughs> see ya. Bye.